thought you'd like it. That's why I asked him to go with me so hard. You! I! You see this? So we're letting the Brooklyn bomber walk, huh? You must have powerful friends. He was helping you. You'd understand that if you didn't have your head shoved so far. This is <laughs> Let me translate. I didn't blow the tunnel because I get off on damaging my inner ear. <laughs> I did it to cut off vamp access. I know why you did it. All right, we just can't have civilians setting off charges wherever they feel like it. Even if they do it decently well. Aww. What are you, a special forces or something? <clears throat> my father would have drowned me before he let me join the army. <laughs> I'm a city exterminator. With a dynamite fetish? Hello and welcome, all you Strainiacs, to Sunday, Bloody Sunday, the official Strain podcast. Uh, my name is not Mike Marbach. I am David Danella. Mike Marbach is on vacation, but uh, with me, it's another two-man weave. This time, the combination is myself and Joe Moore. Did you say we're the official Strain podcast? Oh, did, did I? Oh, God. Official to who? Uh, official to us? Usually, uh, what I've been saying on podcasts is that we are the unofficial but authoritative podcast. Okay, yeah. Um, is there an official strain podcast? There can't be. I can't imagine anyone else does this. Can, they can't be different. Well, we are, um, as we heard from, uh, from oh, God, what was her name? Like uh, Daphne du Maurier or whatever. Who gave us a negative review on iTunes? Oh, really? <laughs> um, who said called us podcast boys and said, "Why bother listening to this strain podcast when there are so many others out there that are doing a really great Whoa. job and actually like the show?" Well, uh, to which I say, "Hey, we kind of like this show. Yeah, there are things about yeah. it." Um, today also you listen to it because we're on it. Yeah, that's why you listen. Yeah, to you, it. you you listen to it because you want to hear what uh, what the Philadelphia's best and brightest have to say <laughs> about this show. Um, God, I, I'm a mess. Did you catch what this title of this episode was? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, season two, episode five, quick and painless. Quick and painless. Quick and painless. Yeah. Um, that is not how I would describe the episode. Although it was a better episode than um, episodes past, I'd say. <laughs> Things happen. Yeah. Um, I, I like to go through it just, just like beat by beat. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so uh, let's start with F, and let's like just like talk about. Yeah. He he uh, cut his hair. He cut, cut his hair. Cut. Yeah. And he's getting down to Washington. Yeah, he uh he uh, apparently the the place to go get your uh your IDs made is the back of a gay club. Yeah. Um and they can just mock you up a CDC <laughs> <laughs> a CDC card. I guess like you know, you kind of everything's easy when uh there's complete pandemonium. You know, like that guy's just like, "Hey, whatever. I can do whatever. What do you want to be president now? We'll yeah. make an ID." Um I that I I don't know. Like whenever I see any movie thing, so like I'm. This is uh, Cecilia De Mornay or whatever your name was. Don't. This is not me being critical of the show. This is me being critical of all things media. Is I 
imagine that getting legitimate fake ID is really hard. Like, I mean, obviously, like, getting, like, a fake ID that, like, for, like, a beer store or something like that is yeah, not Yeah, like that a driver's hard. license. Like, it's, but, it's, like, but for, get, like, but for get, a get, teenager. Yeah, but getting the thing that you get out of the country or through a checkpoint. Yeah, like, no one even, like, stopped to look for holograms on his fake yeah. ID. Like, they were just like, yeah, sure. Now, here's, here's what I noticed. Uh-huh. He gets his fake ID uh-huh. before he cut his hair. I noticed that too, and but then he's bald, and I think on his ID he, he was, was bald. bald when he handed it to someone. Yes, which that come on, come on, guys, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I'm not an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> another another scenario where um, I, I don't know, like I, I I can't tell if I would have been mad if the guy said, "Hey, like just so that you know, like you've been on TV, so I'll get you your fake ID, but." Yeah, you gotta not, make yourself bald. Or maybe like, he could just tell that F was wearing like a hair piece. Two, yeah, hair piece, and was like, you know what? Uh, I made you bald. <laughs> I went hey, ahead man. and did that for you. It's time. Yeah, <laughs> come into the light. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to be. Off. I, but I, I, I don't know if I would have been mad if F had like come back to him and been like, "Hey, I cut my hair. Give me a new picture." Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was it. Was another thing that it just feels like the writers were just like, eh. Yeah. Either they notice or they don't. So that was the plan. He was trying to he was trying to go to Washington with his son and with Nora. Yeah. And Nora said, "No, we're staying put here." Which actually makes a lot of sense that they wouldn't you you know like a president vice president thing. If they're the two with the key to this, you don't yeah. put them in the same place at the same time. Yeah. Um, and also, you don't put your mopey son, who you have like apparently no ability to control anymore. Yeah. Right. I have never. Uh, This, I don't know, like, this is a thing that bugs me. Again, uh, Cecilia de Maurier, um, I am going to make a blanket statement about not just the strain, but media in general, which is, it feels like so many people that write children just, like, are, don't know what kids are like. And, yeah, there are rebellious kids that don't listen to people, but, like, one, um, Zach is the most infantile 12-year-old Wait, New Zack or Old New, Zack? New Zack. Like, like the way they're writing New Zack. Like, oh, yeah. like, like Old Zack for like, he was a boring was like, character, yeah. but he actually like, he marked, he, he tracked with a kid his age. Yeah. New Zack tracks like a, tracks like how people imagine a mopey 12 year old yeah. would be. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's probably easy to write. And, and I mean, like, it's also, um, like, he has a, an, a role to play in the story, which is, you know, that he's some kind of, like, emotional turmoil for F to deal with with everything else in the world, right? The human yeah. characteristic of F is that he's still a father yeah. besides saving the universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I guess he is kind of, like, a grounding element. Maybe that's why you write that, like, so heavy-handed or whatever. Yeah. But um, but I, I would say, like, even from the, the interaction with Nora when... Nora decides she's not going with him. And then the interaction before he leaves, like, between him and his son, like, yeah. those were two of the more, like, emotional scenes that I've seen out of any strain. Yeah. Um, season one included. Like, that was, like, really, like, you actually kind of felt something between them, which was nice. Yeah. I thought that was okay. Yeah. And it, it, like, again, like, it's one of those things where it's like, it'd be so cool if they could keep that going. Like, if, Yeah, you know, right, right. It, instead of, like, we us, like, constantly commenting on, like, oh, like, that bit was very promising. Yeah. Like, let's get a string of these together and maybe we'll have a show worth worth watching. Oh, I failed to, we failed to bring up, um, the actual first scene was, um, 
the uh, cops in the like tenement oh, yeah, house yeah. with the uh, spider, the blind spider children. Yeah, uh, and then that really weird, creepy um, part where they all go up to the mother, um, right, and she sings to, and them. she sings to them. Yeah, that so that was like, and even the way that the walls were painted and like the fighting in the stairwells, like the original Dawn of the Dead, which yeah. was like a cool like homage, I guess, yeah. to that, uh, and just kind of being in like a in a building like that. Although that was set in Philly, I believe it was supposed to be the like the Move riots. Oh, that's what they were in the original Dawn of the Dead. Oh, okay, but, yeah, that makes so a lot of sense. But um, but yeah, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was, a, that was a neat scene, people getting bit, people shooting people. The police uh, exercising their um, <laughs> method of yeah. uh, shutting down the, the vampires, yeah. which works. Yeah, which, uh, yeah this, was a, this was an amazing development that happened in this episode where we learned that, um, you, you know, we, the, the ultraviolet lights work, silver works. But so does just uh, just putting a couple hot ones. In yeah, them. right. <laughs> it's like after, so after all of that, putting enough holes in their head, and then yeah, you're fine. Or one big one. Yeah, this is also just like a dumb thing. And it like they, I don't know if they totally addressed it, but there was a part where um, the spider children had the guy pinned in the staircase, and the other guy was shooting downward at the spider child on top of the other guy. It, Shouldn't the other guy have had at least a couple bullets in him? Yeah, right, right. Rather than just like being like guarded off, I was like, it was just a little distracting thing. Yeah. Um. So, um, the spider children are now. Well, we'll, we'll get to that later. But they're now on. Apparently, they were not on F and Squad's radar, but now Vasily knows about them. Although he has yet to witness them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, He's the best damn vermin. What did you say? He was the best damn creature hunter. In yeah, she said he was like the best damn critter clearer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So should we just should we just go with F storyline yeah, and yeah, close yeah. out? Yeah. So uh, so F gets onto a train, uh, and I think that every person of color watching that was just like. Is this what it's like? Is like you can just tell a cop, like a cop asks you for a secondary form of ID, and you can be like, "Hey, buddy, I don't drive." And yeah. It's just like, you know what? All right, what? Yeah. All, right. <laughs> all right. Hey, you see that throng of people that are just trying to escape the city? I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. You know what? All and right, that, go on. And that was Penn Station, and it just looked like, uh, I mean, it didn't look like Penn Station, but I would say the crowd was probably like any day of Penn Station, <laughs> yeah, just end of the world stuff, yeah. Um, by the way, I have I've had to show picture ID to get onto any Amtrak train I've ever been on. Really? Yeah. I mean, and I think that's I. I, and I to is be it because fair, you're telling them you're uh, part of the CDC. <laughs> it is <laughs> like just waving your ID, CDC. Yeah. <laughs> I say I need to be on that train now. And sir, this is a library card you're holding. <laughs> yeah, but who knows what I learned? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't know anything. Um, yeah, so so F gets on this train, and you know, you, you a high state, high pressure situation like that, you want to get a few pops in. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so he goes straight right to the booze, the booze car, which they don't sell. Do they sell beer on, they do. on trains? They do. It's highway robbery. It's like eight bucks for a Heineken. Mm. Uh, but they do sell beer on trains. I don't know if you can buy just like three beers at once because I think they're trying to like. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean. There, there were also plenty of seats open on yeah, this train. So like, hey. 
trains are not operating under their normal circumstances. Maybe we're like, hey, you know, give them, we'll do a three beer maximum for uh, trips to D.C. Yeah. So uh, F, F buys the beer and uh, sees. Do you think he had to pay for a ticket? Oh, yeah. Yeah? You think he bought a ticket or you think they, because like they're not letting anyone on the, the trains, right? Like, you can only get on if you have a certain so, level of clearance. So, yeah. Oh, you think they're just running on honor now? That'd be kind of cool. That would be pretty a free, cool. A free trip, a free train trip. Yeah, all you have to do is well, be you, a member of the infrastructure. Yeah, or have a fake ID. Yeah. So the price really of a nice. fake ID. <laughs> um, so he sees his boss from the CDC, um, and he's like, oh, yikes. And so his cunning plan to avoid his boss is to sit with somebody else? Yeah, or walk further back in the train. Yeah. And for some reason, sitting with somebody else seems like a good cover. And also, not just sit with the other guy, but make small talk. And ask, like, what are you here for? And, and I, I'll, this is another thing. I'm, I'm sorry. Say, I don't look like anyone you've seen on TV lately yeah. <laughs> as wanted for doing terrible stuff. Yes. Yeah, it, you, you, you know that guy that's wanted who is in the CDC. I'm not him. I am in the CDC. <laughs> I'm bald. Yeah. That guy's not bald. He's not bald. How could, how, could, how could he lose that much hair in that much time? Yeah, impossible. Yeah. Um, so that guy goes, um, cool. Oh, he, said, he, says, he says, where'd you get all those beers? And he goes, the dining cart. And he goes, all right, I'll be back. And I can't tell if this is F's paranoia or what, but he's like, I wonder if this was a good idea. Yeah, well, he does that thing right as he's walking out the door. He, like, turns back and looks, and it's yeah. like, is he really going to get booze, or is he just... That's when F should have been like, here, take one of mine. Yeah. You know, sit here. Sit down. Yeah, <laughs> but F, in, his, in his, uh, his alcoholic jealousy, was like, no, I'm going to need these. I'm gonna, yeah, right. I'm right. Gonna need, need them more now. I can't no, get back. Trouble. Yeah, I can't get back. Get one dime. for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess F goes and hides in the bathroom now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, an authoritative knock it says, Hey, uh, does, does this guy identify himself as police or something like that? Yeah. It says, uh, we need to, uh, we need to see says, just a minute. Just like, yeah. Just buying one. Yeah. One more second. One more second. Also, uh, once you've done the just a minute thing. This is a pro tip for anybody out there. <laughs> Once you've done the just a minute thing, uh, don't flush the toilet and then immediately open the door. Like, like the the toilet should oh, not yeah. still you be flushing as you open the door. Right. You got to flush the toilet right after the just a minute, and then open it up, and then or, or then then turn on the sink and yeah. make it seem like you're uh, washing your hands. But don't actually like wash your hands. Just make it seem like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, definitely, yeah, definitely still give him a stinky handshake. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so he just, like, checks his pulse or something. Yeah, he looks in his mouth with a flashlight. Yeah. Again, asked him if he was a vampire, essentially. Yeah, he's like, are you, are you feeling sick? <laughs> and when he says, like, yeah. Or he says, he says no, obviously. And like, okay, cool. And he goes away. And F's like, oh, boy, they're really clamping down on me. And then walks straight into his old boss. Yeah. Uh, Do you know how easy it should have been to just hide on the train? Like, just like just sit down by yourself. It is 
Face the other way. You know which way he's coming from. Face the other direction. Yeah. When you see him, turn around and go sit on the other side. Yeah. When you are walking in one direction in a train, like all, that, that's the only time being a bald guy would come in handy. Is a guy? You, you'd be, he'd be walking. He'd see the back of your head. Say, "Hey, bald guy," and just keep on moving. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Nobody looks back to see somebody's face. No. Especially if it's a bald dude. Right. Yeah. Um, but they run into each other, and. Uh, it's too late now. Something has to be said. So F is like, hey, man, I've got the cure. And the dude plays it off like I, I like I actually I, I believed him. I thought he was being serious. I thought he was a guy that was in a bind and was, you know, was being coerced. But it, F was like, I don't believe you. And it turned out to be right. Yeah. They had a, a nice slow fight. Um yeah, I, I thought I, I thought he like hit him with a knife when he I, first when he first like yeah got into him, and he was bleeding pretty bad, I guess. Yeah, because I he um like you have to like hit somebody pretty hard to like buckle them. Yeah, the right. way he buckled. Yeah, uh, and then that guy got straight up with the dick punch. Yeah, and the right cross. I'm thinking, oh my god, this is going to be like Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. They live. This yeah. is going to be like a nice, like this is going to be a fight, 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 fight. Well, fight. and that's that is like such a strange thing to do, where it's like, all right, we get it, they're fighting, but draw this thing out <laughs> yeah. for nine minutes. Yeah. You know, like even though one of them's time. like a sixty year old man, yeah, <laughs> a sixty year old man and a drunk, we're going to make this fight go on forever. Yeah. Um. And so again, did you know that he was going to get thrown off the train? Did you know that bad guy was going to get thrown off the train? Uh, I suspected when F made the decision not to jump. You th- so you thought F was going to jump? I thought F was going to jump, I and I was like, was "This is fast. Too. This yeah. is fast." Yeah, you know what? I was enough? like, "Then what are they going to do? Like, he, we're going to do like a two week arc where he's trying to walk from like <laughs> Delaware <laughs> to Washington. Like, it's like a like a a, a revolutionary war yeah, metaphor." Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he throws his boss from the train. Probably felt pretty good. Um, and then, again, continues to just, like, behave as suspiciously as possible. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you're you're fine. Relax. Yeah, you are absolutely relax. fine. Oh, look, I'm going to just chill. Sorry. He was first going to jump off. And then I was impressed that he threw the guy off. Yeah. I didn't think he had it in him to do it. Yeah. But it was totally the right play. Like, like I mean, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, but you're like, oh, yeah. Like, nobody's nobody's watching any of these people. I mean, although he was with somebody, but, like, you would kill your boss. You, yeah. you would kill. You would kill that guy in that yeah. situation. And then they get off the train. And, again, like, for some reason, F just, like, lingers while this woman's being, like, Hey, my boss is missing. His bags are all here. I think he was thrown off the train. Yeah, I something I'm sure something happened because he would have if he just got off in Baltimore, he would have brought his bag. I know that. <laughs> and if it's just like gonna like standing there like hangdog. Yeah. Mouth agape. Finally gets over to the cop. And all that time on the train, which like that's probably like more than two hours, right? The train ride from New York to DC? I would think so, yeah. Even if it was an hour, wouldn't you wouldn't you come up with like oh no, that's not when he's asked about where his license is. That was before. Did that guy ask him any questions? The guy in This guy, so this guy says uh uh he says like oh so at some point Elf oh, was asked about asked like him. why is he coming back and he's like oh yeah, they're just like 
reshuffling the teams or something like that. And he's like, oh, tell me about it, man. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the guy's going through his bag and he sees the urn with the ashes. He says, what's this? And he's like, oh, that's my wife's ashes. And then the guy like looks at him a little more. He's like, she asked me to spread them out at her family home. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, hold on one second. <laughs> Yeah, and so, like, he doesn't, like, it seems like the cop doesn't believe that, he's like, oh, why you got her ashes? Like, but now that I know that you're spreading them at her home. All right, so let's do, right now, I will ask you. Uh-huh. You are F. Okay. What's in your, what's in your bag, sir? Uh, mostly paper, so I also have my wife's ashes. <laughs> Lead, lead with that right off the bat. <laughs> Why would you ever keep that a secret? Because I mean, that's like when you have the thing that you're trying to hide. Like you don't bring it up until it's found. You know what I mean? But why wouldn't you? I mean, like if you, if I say, look, uh, if, if I have a, if I have, mostly papers, but also the remains of my dead wife. Yeah. Wait, but if I have a suitcase and I suspect that the guy is going to search it, um, and like, and inside the suitcase is for like. That's a, that's like a crazy thing to be transporting in a like in a briefcase or whatever in a suitcase. Uh, I guess so. Although like people are dying like crazy right now, just in New York though. Yeah. Right? Well, so he's that, coming from New York. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's not. So guess, so under these circumstances, if someone did come up with an urn, wouldn't you be like, no, no, nothing about dead people coming out of New York <laughs> is cool right now. I guess, but because it's an urn filled with. Ashes. I would and a purple vial. Well, we did. He didn't see the vial. A hidden purple vial. But I mean, I I would be like, that is uh, like for instance. All right. So like apparently the best way to like uh, the best way to transport things that like can be scented by dogs is to transport them in coffee. Like grounds. what? Drugs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> drugs. Okay. Drugs. Sure. Uh, drugs or drugs or um, um cash. Yeah. Um. So if I had a bag that had um, that had a bag, it was a, a bag vial, full of, a yeah, vial. bag full of coffee and a vial of some kind of drug or whatever that could that could fight uh, vampires. Vampires. The spread of vampires. and a cop was like a, like about to search my bag and he said, "What's in this bag?" I would say, "I've got some files. I got some this and that that, and I've got a bag of artisanal coffee." Because otherwise, he goes, "What's this?" And I'm like. I'm like, oh, that's artisanal coffee. And he's like, why didn't you tell me that? Yeah, you know what you do? You bring two of them. Yeah. And then give one to the cop. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Hey, it's like, hey, here's one for hey, you. Wait yeah, till you have this yeah. one. <laughs> and then, oh, then wake that up guy, to this. <laughs> then that guy gets home, right? Like two days later, makes, yeah. finally makes a cup of coffee. He's like, yeah, that guy gave me a cup. <laughs> like, this is just like regular, boring coffee. <laughs> that guy must have smuggled something past. Oh, yeah. You know, like, have, like, a decoy. Yeah, it's like, uh... You should have done that with the ashes. Be like, here, have some of my wife's ashes. I got two urns. Yeah, come on. Take a taste. <laughs> Live a little. Not that one. This uh, other one. Yeah. Like the other one. <laughs> um, and so, for maybe the... Th- definitely the second time, but maybe the third time, depending on how we're keeping track. F just, like, skates by a situation. Uh, pretty... Uh, pretty luckily, I think. Considering how poorly he dealt with it. Yeah. So that was like three separate instances in one episode where they had basically the same conversation. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like it was just the same thing, just kind of like repurposed a little. Yeah. Yeah. 
where like somebody looked at him side eyes and then went, I'll allow it. Yeah. And he was like, oh, please, please allow it. Please don't catch me. <laughs> yeah. Like, as they're looking at him, he's like, go, he's like holding his breath and like puffing his cheeks out. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, sec- the second they say, okay, he goes, phew. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. If, if you were trying to sneak around like that, how many conversations do you think you could have about your identity before you would feel totally comfortable just bald face lying. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't even like, it wouldn't even be like, I'm not going to get caught. I just can't get caught. Yeah, I can't get caught. It's, it's past that. Um, six. I would say after six. After my sixth conversation, yeah. number seven, I would just be like, this guy could not be, yeah, like it, the law of averages, he has to be stupider than those first six people that yeah. I talked to. It's like, it's like, there's, what, like, what could anybody see that these other people haven't seen that would make them think that it would just be essentially it would just be their suspicious nature. Like maybe somebody is so suspicious that they're like, I got to check this out. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And that's, uh, that's the end of F story, right? He just, yeah, he gets, gets to DC, DC gets and off. it's like dot, dot, dot to yeah. be continued. Cool. Um, so we'll, uh, I guess we'll talk about Nora now. Mm-hmm. Um, cause Nora, had a great episode. Had a great. It was the, this was the first time that Nora was like a character who like actually was like, hey, we're gonna do this a smart way. Like we're gonna, and not not that she hasn't been like advocating for like behaving smartly, but like she like drags her feet a lot. Yeah. Right. So she says she tells F like F is trying to like do this like weird like we're a family thing, which feels like. Well, I, I, I mean, I, actually, fair enough. It feels like a drunk guy yeah, who's, like, right. trying to fix things. Yeah, yeah. Because, um... Which he is. Yeah. He's a drunk guy, and he's trying to fix the biggest thing. Yeah. But, like, the idea that, like, Nora would want to come with him to D.C. and, like, as a family... Yeah, it's, like, this, like that's weird... born just out of his head. That doesn't yeah. actually exist. But, yeah, and, you know, like, I think... I remember a couple of weeks ago, like, I was kind of giving Nora a hard time. But, like... She made a decision. She made, like, a really important decision today. Yeah. And, like, I think that's an important part of having a character like that is that they have uh, – I want to say they have some purchase. Is that the right word? Is, I think I so. that word? I think there's a way to use that. But anyway, yeah. like, the, you want them to have, like, a leg to stand on and a voice and a, and a logical uh, – um, the ability to express logic. And she did that. Like, yeah. She hasn't really done that before. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was awesome. She had a great episode. Yeah. Um, and actually that not much, oh yeah, I'm sorry. What am I saying? Not much happened. Oh, so she yeah. goes, yeah. So, she, so she, uh, is hanging out in the crib and Dutch comes romping down the stairs and is like, Vasily's in jail. I'm going to go break him out. And Nora's like, I'm coming with you. And I'm like, hell yeah. And I like, I was like, what, what is Nora going to do? What are either of these people going to do? Like, what is a drunk British woman and, uh, a doctor who is potentially known as a, like wanted by the law? Yeah. What are these people going to do to get uh, a ten foot tall Russian rat catcher yeah. out of jail for blo- exploding the subway? As it turns out, Nora once again comes through. Yeah. Because in Staten Island, they are just putting people in quarantine and waiting for them to turn or not turn. And Doctor Nora Martinez is like, "Hey, I know how to spot this in three hours." And you can start putting people down humanely, and it was. And, and this was like this was interesting because one, uh, 
they did everything they could to set the mayor of Staten Island, or I guess is the president of Staten Island. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Is it the, really? Is she's a president. Bur- so the boroughs of New York, like there's the mayor of New York, and then the, and the no, but the boroughs themselves, like they don't have mayors; they have re- they have presidents. Oh, so like Brooklyn has a president, uh, Queens has a president. So she's wait in real life. Or in in this, real life, in this show, no, in real life, that's what the that's what like the top uh, administrative official of. But it's like borough president. Borough president. Pre- oh yeah, president, yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't say. I guess, yeah, you would be like borough president of Staten Island. Yeah. Because the president of Staten Island either sells cars or mattresses. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Or he's <laughs> yeah. like the guy who's everyone knows his name at the bar. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's yeah. the president. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, so the borough president is – was really like – we thought like she was going to be like – I don't want to say – I guess like a little bit like Stalin two point like the Stalin of Staten Island, um, but it appears like she's actually the only person running an efficient, like efficiently handling this because she's got police out there. Yeah, she's doing things with the infected people. Um, I mean, that was like sort of the thing that World War Z had like such a great reputation for that it was not just your typical story about like. Oh, there's a horrible event, and then you know they save the day. Like it was actually kind of examining the world after uh, yeah. what happens. And that's I think what she's really what you're starting to see from her is like, all right, like how would political officials deal with this if this really did happen? Yeah, and like I think the you know like going back to the raid, like that was a really good uh, illustration of what you would expect to see from that. Even. Uh, to the degree that Nora was able to go in there and exchange that information with police and have it be received and like, yeah, used as a bargaining chip, you know, like that's interesting. It's more about like the psychology, I guess, of the situation than just like, you know, running around shooting vampires. Yeah, it's like the utter breakdown. Um, and and, and this, I think, this is why the show is a little bit frustrating, though, because. Um, we were saying we were saying off off mic that uh, this show is like forty percent cool shit, forty percent trying to be cool shit, and then like twenty percent stuff that is well, I'd say twenty percent filler kind of just like things that are happening. Right. But like um, the stuff that's working, it's like it, I feel like they're they they could find this really nice balance between fast paced stuff and also. The like the psychological stuff in the sense that like all right like we are dealing with the day to day aspect of a zombie breakout right um, and and I, I think that that balance could be found the balance cannot be found with the rate that commercials happen oh yeah because it's just right. impossible to to get any kind of yeah this is a real yeah, real continuity commercial machine yeah. <laughs> Uh, you, you spend an hour and ten minutes watching the show, and you—if you get forty-four minutes out of that—I am impressed. Oh, yeah. Nowhere, nowhere near. I think it's more minutes. like thirty-seven. Yeah. Um, like we normally watch it, or we can like fast forward through the commercials. And today we did not, so we like yeah. really, we felt really the, went the through the crush it. of uh, commercials. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, so uh, they start separating the people in the quarantine. Um, it turns out the president of Staten Island uh, has a son. It's her son or is her yeah. nephew? Oh, one or the other. It's one or the other um, who um, 
has just been unconscious and has a small cut, and they're not sure whether or not he's infected. But we're sure. We're sure. As soon as I saw him laying down, I was yeah. like, yeah, all right. He's not going to make it out of this episode alive. Yeah. And, uh, and, he's, and he, he is, in fact, infected, and she has to make the decision to either kill him now, let him die as a human, or wait until he's not himself anymore and then kill him like that. What would you want, David? If, uh, I, if it was right now, it was the two of us, you have been bit. Yeah. I have a bullet. You want oh, me you to, have a bullet? Yeah, you want me to do it now or you want me to wait until you turn? You know, if it if it didn't include flu-like symptoms before... <laughs> if it was just a smoother <laughs> transition? <laughs> but actually, you know what? Like, here's the thing. Like, if, if, that, if the offer was... Uh, uh, like a nice morphine drip, like take me out now. But um, actually, you know what? I take it back. I think it would be much easier emotionally on the people that knew me and loved me to know that I turned into a vampire before I got my head blown off. I think so. I think so you're I absolutely think, right. Yeah. So I think, and yeah. I, I think I would just naturally want to know what it was like. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I want to know what it's like to be. Yeah, a vampire. maybe I'm really good. Like. For a minute, yeah, you know, but I would be like, "Yeah, you know, let me turn, let me like get around, like move around, and when I go to like get, bite you, then you can shoot yeah. me." I yeah, I'd say, give me sixty seconds to try and turn into a bat. Yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't work, if it yeah. doesn't work, kill and me. Fly and fly around. Yeah. Um. So again, it was it was a fun. I mean, not fun, but like it was a nice moment where it was, it was good. Yeah, yeah we're was, seeing like the, the she is actually now dealing with the human consequences of the policies that she's putting in place. And I think it was nice because she seems to stand by it while still recognizing that she is that, – that what's happening is really difficult on people. Yeah. They – like – again, this is another uh, another aspect of this episode where like they really hit drama. Yeah. Like really good in, a, in places that I wasn't really expecting it. Yeah. So uh, I just hope that uh, they don't do what sometimes happens on TV shows, which is um, they, they kind of like – I guess it's a bait and switch where they – they make a character that starts out as a villain. They start to humanize them just so that they can get you invested enough and do something totally to do something terrible. really heinous yeah. from that character. And you're like, oh, but I cared about them yeah. so much now. Like, yeah, they're like, you're, and you're just like, oh, so like you showing the human side of that person was just to make this next thing seem like an even even bigger moment. Yeah, well, I will, dude. Brace yourself. Yeah, I, I think some something bad is about yeah, to happen. I, and so, and I and I'm, I'm fine with that, but. I, I, I like it when they just sow the seeds like a little bit more slowly. Like I, I like let's pepper that in over the while so it really seems like a choice. Yeah. As opposed to a choice that the writers and producers are making. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think that pretty much. So uh, again, like it's funny how like th- this also was an interesting episode in that like it, it like I feel like we can draw a lot like F and Nora story then branches into. Uh, Vasily and, uh, you know, branches into the, uh, into Nora branches into the president of Staten Island. That story branches into Dutch and Vasily's story. So there was a lot of different branches. Yeah, like, well, and now they're deputies. Yeah. Right? Like they're working, so, yeah, they're so, wearing so they, badge-wearing deputies of so the they, police department. Yeah, so, so Dutch gets, uh, and of course Vasily is already the king of prison. Yeah. He's just right. <laughs> playing, cards. Court, playing cards, talking to people, says, hey, don't don't forget about, I want to hear how that, the I want to hear how your date goes. Prison. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's he's having a laugh a minute. Um they find the cop that arrested him and give him an earful about how he doesn't know what it's like. 
And he's like, you know what? You're right. You guys are, you are good at what you do. And he throws him some shields. Yeah. And, and just like that, they are deputy members of the Staten Island police. Yeah, I just lost two men. <laughs> yeah. I'm down exactly two. Yeah. And the, the two men, it's funny, the two good men from uh, the beginning of the show. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, he drops the bomb on uh, Fett about the spider children. And Fett's eyes light up because it's like, ooh, this is something new to hunt. Yeah. Um, Fett is like kind of proving himself. And the guy <laughs> loved this. The cop was like, who exactly are you? And Dutch goes, he's the best damn exterminator in New York. Yeah. And, so, and the cop is like, okay, great. <laughs> Good. We yeah. can use the best exterminator. Yeah. And um, then they do a little raid. And... Uh, they just, I don't know, they just kind of just like, I guess they just show off around you. Like, they, they, did anything build from, like, nothing really happened. It was just like. We saw that cool, like, glitter bomb in the Oh, yeah, the glitter shaft, bomb, yeah. Which was cool, or, or whatever that hole was. And um, I think, like, like, we had a little discussion while watching the show about how, like, the difference between using silver. Like, why would you use silver if they have these guns? Like, yeah. Um, I'm glad that they address that in the show. Because otherwise I would be sitting here and I'd be like, why aren't the cops just shooting these things? Yeah. But they are. They but they are, yeah. Them. Um, and this is, so this is, this could be fun also because this might be, uh, so right now we have these, like, we have people kind of like linking into the infrastructures that they really want to be linked into, right? Nora is now in this place where she can help people the way that she is accustomed to helping people. F is trying to get this vaccine cure, whatever we're calling it, uh, mass produced essentially uh fett and dutch are in a situation where they can get uh access to lots of weapons yeah and stuff they're like going that. Yeah. taking butt yeah they're kicking ass they and taking names um yeah so this is pretty cool and then uh the the last person on in this wheel is abe, abe yeah and uh abe is kind of doing what he likes to do too which is treasure hunting yeah right yeah. <laughs> so he goes back to uh and I I I, I appre- both appreciate this, and I'm also like, what? But um, the, the Abe goes back to the Nigerians from season one, who uh, Gus once sold a car to. Uh, and I think, did they buy guns from them at one point also, or do do some I kind of gun? So. Oh, was there, there was the storage locker? The was the storage locker of them? I don't think so. Okay, because there was a point where uh, Gus was doing a dealing with somebody. And it went bad around a store. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, so the, the Nigerians um, have a have like a, a warehouse with a couple Lamborghinis in it and what looks to be about $800 million worth yeah. of stolen artifacts. Yeah. And a bunch of old books yeah. Too, yeah. Uh, occupying a corner of the room. Yeah. Another one of my favorite lines is um, is when the uh, guy says, hey, listen, as he's like thumbing through his phone, like getting this guy's details, uh, even though it's been established that like phone networks have broken down. He goes, hey, listen, uh, I know a guy. He knows how to get his hands on a lot of religious iconography. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put you in touch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's just like I, I just like I love when like criminals like say something that I'm not entirely sure they would actually say or do. Yeah. Um, so he's looking for the same book that uh, that the Palmer is. Yeah. yeah, I think this is like whoever gets this is in. They have the snitch essentially. Yeah. Uh, I keep forgetting what it's called. It's something in Latin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for all intents and purposes, it's like it's the Necronomicon. Yeah, the yeah. cheat code book, the Game Shark. Yeah, and um, yeah, and so like Abe, you know, Abe has his dealings with that. Um, for some reason, th- this was something I didn't understand. This is I, and like this is a small point. So uh, Abe gets his sword out against the guy's neck, and the, so we have like kind of a Mexican standoff with him. His sword's against this guy's neck, and, and there are five guys who have guns drawn on Abe. And Abe doesn't get shot. Abe doesn't get, doesn't shot. get Abe, shot. Abe puts his sword yeah. down, and I didn't see any of the guys put their guns down. No, he signals to him. The guy, uh, yeah, he like says like call, he calls okay. them off. Yeah, but I mean, you know, but like once he's, he, a, he's a man of his word. Like he's yeah. not gonna you know go back on. He waved them off. He took the knife down. You know, yeah. you're not gonna shoot the old yeah. guy. Plus, he got a nice watch in the deal. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so anyway, okay, so Abe's walking <laughs> home now, and uh, somebody's tracking him. And uh, Abe, fresh and rye off his eye juice, his, his worm eye juice, uh, spins around. It's Fitzwilliams. So, uh, uh, that's a bit of a cliffhanger, although we know what's going to happen is Fitzwilliams is going to help Abe. Yeah. And uh, and that's fun. Like like I like I was surprised at how many fun choices happened in this episode. Yeah, like right. this, this was an episode where things happened. Yeah. A- any yeah any other thoughts? No, that's I think that's that's uh, exciting. Uh, an exciting thing to uh... it can go in so many different directions. You know, like it could be really good for them. It could be really bad for them. But yeah. um, at least something's going to happen. You know, it's it's not like you were just kind of left out there floating. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I am not sure of, and like, you know, I guess we'll find this out is like, I guess, I guess Fitzwilliams has some certain skills. Like he's a bodyguard, I think by training. So he's probably pretty nifty with something. Uh, but does he have any particular knowledge that's going to be interesting? Like oh, yeah, that, right. that would help Abe. Who yeah. knows? You know, maybe he, maybe he's just a, a, a younger guy that can be Abe's eyes in certain places. Warm eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Worm eyes. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's Abe's storyline. And then the only thing left is kind of this, the, um, what would, what's the different, what, what would you call like the opposite, like the cold open version of an ending? Is that a? Oh, uh, yeah. Like a cliffhanger, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, a cliffhanger. So, but it's, it's bringing in something totally like new. Like yeah. it's such a curveball that cliffhanger really isn't the, the best word, but the, a moose bouche for next week. Yeah, like the little uh, taster they throw at you. Yeah, so um, a plane lands, and again, like I, I, this is what's so weird about this infrastructure is like two guys and a dog come by and like, yeah. hey, <laughs> we we told you you couldn't land here. Yeah. I'm like, sorry, we landed, and uh, he's like, we had to like our uh, our boss. What do you say? Our boss got sick or something like that. Or, yeah, and uh, he's like, well, where's your boss now? And he's like. That away. Yeah, he took off running because yeah. he's sick. <laughs> yeah, he's so sick. Um, and it just looks like it's a super cool 
vampire guy. A, a new one, right? Yeah, a new a, one. Totally Definitely new a new one. one. Definitely a new one. Um, and he's got some connection to this world because a car was there to pick him up. He's got a car was there to pick him up. And if I understand correctly from the like next week on, like that came after that, it looks like he's in with those like with the elders or whatever. Yeah, they're the called. chained up the ones. Ancients, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's going to be, which means maybe he's going to be hanging out with Gus, yeah. which looks awesome. It looks like he has a gigantic sword strapped to his back. Yeah, that is pretty which cool. Which is pretty that, cool. That is a promising sign. Yeah. So, uh, hey, strain. It took what? Seven episodes, but five. This is five. Right? Oh, this is five. Yeah. Five. God. So we have eight more to go. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, it feels like we're mo- making moves somewhere. Yeah, like oh. I said, the, the, like emotionally, I think that the drama in this episode was like a lot better than they've done before. Um, I, I I totally get that. Like, it takes a while. Like, you know, you're telling a story, so there needs to be like exposition, and you need to get to that get to that point where inter- interesting stuff can happen. Yeah, like that's you know we're starting to see that pay off now. You know, yeah, like, there's a lot of really cool stuff happening, and I think I'm more invested now than I was, you know, two three weeks ago. For sure, for sure. Um, the one. The one storyline that I am not invested in, which we forgot to mention, is uh, Palmer and Coco Marchand. Co- French. Who's that? Co- Co- oh, Coco Marchand. Palmer and who? Coco Marchand. She's a French real estate agent. <laughs> uh, former French real estate agent. She is now Palmer's assistant. Yeah. Uh, and well, dare I say more? Yeah, probably more. Yeah. They're, dare I say she wants para more? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Coco Marchand. Yeah. Say her name when you see her. Yeah. Say her name in completion. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, uh, I remember um, one time uh, there's like this interview with Chris Rock where he's talking about like how at some point he decided that audiences were too stupid to understand what he was talking about. So he would just like repeat, like he would repeat the thing. He'd be like, he'd be like women and men are just different. Like he would just say that like. 50 times throughout like whatever bit he was doing just so that like the theme would never fall. Like they say to do, and like, there are all these like subliminal things are like, Hey, like if you want to somebody to get the point, you have to like keep like, 17 times. Yeah. You've yeah. got like, you know, keep saying like, yeah, you meet somebody and you say, Oh, hi, Joe Moore. Nice to meet you, Joe Moore. Right. Yeah. Like this, I feel like this show is like, if we don't tell our audience every single episode <laughs> who Coco Marchand is, they're not going to remember that she's Coco Marchand. And, when she speaks French, they will be confused. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that it's like, I hope by the end of this season, the show is just called Coco Marchand. <laughs> Coco Marchand Hour. And uh, she just like sits down and interviews people. Yeah. Like, I, would, I would watch that. She, Coco deserves her own, uh, Coco Marchand, excuse me, yeah. deserves her own uh, daytime television show. Yeah. Uh, that's mostly just repeating her name. Just repeating her name. her name and like just talking about soap. <laughs> soaps that she likes um we don't really know who she is yet you know uh, i mean we know she's a french real estate agent we know she modeled all across europe yeah and I, met some I, bad well, I, I think the uh like the end of this episode was pretty damning for her like she's i i guess yeah like she hasn't shown her true colors in that like is she just doing this as like a career move like is she smitten with how um Palmer is like perceived in the world now rather yeah. than who he actually is as a person. Yeah. Um, but she, I mean, she's all over him, you know, like that's, yeah. That, like, I don't know. That's weird. Seems weird. Yeah. I, yeah. So I just like, don't, it is hard to tell her motivation. Cause like I was reading some stuff about the strain and they were like, somebody was talking about how like, you know, like Palmer is this guy who's been really sick his entire life. 
So in many ways, he's like very naive and very childish. And so like his relationship with Coco is like very important to, to him in that respect because he's never had that. Right. But we don't have enough about Coco to know why she she's invested, invested in this, in this yeah. thing. So that remains to be seen. And, um, it's interesting. It's uh, it was, uh, it was interesting to he- see her reaction to uh, a Cardinal, uh, being like, I, I got, I get, listen, I got an item that you're going to be really, <laughs> you're really going to like this one. I'm going to uh, procure it for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is kind of cool that like, like maybe those like thieves and the Cardinal like run with the same gang that like, yeah. you know, like they have mu- mutual acquaintance that they're both like possibly in, uh, in ownership of this book. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like, um, yeah, I, I like shows that, like, create um, kind of this weird world where you start to, like, feel like you could, like, if you focused on any one part of it, it would be, you could, like, just, like, fall into this weird rabbit hole and just, like, learn all this stuff. Like, I bet the Thieves would have, like, a really interesting show. Oh, yeah. If you just focused on that. Yeah. You know? And so I, I commend The Strain. Uh, again, like, I, I, you, you have not earned my trust yet, but this was a good, this was a good first step. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, is there anything else? I, I think, well, I mean, the, like we did talk about the cliffhanger at the end. Mm-hmm. Wonder what happens with that dog. Dog ran through their fence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does the dog re- return? Does it keep chasing that car? Yeah. Time will tell. Yeah. Maybe it won't. I don't think time will tell, <laughs> yeah. as a matter of fact. Um, and, yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully we might have the full crew back next week. Yeah. Um, so that'll be. Our full crew. Our full crew, yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it seems like they do Gus every other episode, so we should look forward to seeing him. Uh, and the yeah. and the blind herd, like we only saw that just in the beginning, just right? in the beginning, we didn't see yeah. that again. Yeah. So, like, was there any uh, any movement on their part? Right, if F is down in DC, then is really the only target for them now? The kid is it Zach? I guess I don't know. I mean, I still am unsure about what where how far this disease has gotten yeah i i feel as though if anybody in new york got it then it's outside of new york oh yeah sure um but perhaps that's not true Mm. i guess we'll just have to find out um oh yeah mike would kill us if we didn't do winners or losers yeah 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 Yeah. um you you got him or yeah nora Nora's okay. my winner because she deserved it. Like she, yeah. she did really well uh, this week. And for losers, I'm going to say the uh, boys in blue, the New York City De- Police Department, uh, who were um, just now being schooled by these vermin, uh, this vermin catcher and a hacker. Yeah. Um, so they're they're uh, slow to turn around, but they are changing their ways. Maybe they'll be a winner next week. Yes, I agree. <laughs> um, yeah, my um, Man, my, my winner. You really putting thought into this. I, no, I, mean, I really put thought into this. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, well, because I, I, I actually agree that the winner is Nora. I think this was um, this was a big important Good. episode for Good Nora. Good for Nora. Yeah. Um, but just to just to say something different, even though we <laughs> even though we are acknowledging Nora as the winner, um, I, I'll say that um, the winner is the uh, the Nigerians because. Um, whether that was this 
nature of the, that whether that was the state rather of their em- enterprise before this thing broke out or if they just like used this as an opportunity to like go raid MoMA. Yeah, right. <laughs> they, they, got, they got a nice situation going on. Yeah. Um, and, and also I like that they know where to find rare books. Um, my loser is also uh, the boys in blue, but I'm going to, but I'm going to, it's a different <laughs> section of the boys in blue. It's, it's the, uh, the ID checkers at the, of the at world. Penn Station. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> some of the, some of the shadiest behavior we've ever seen, like a guy who literally gets his ID checked and then like, Tur- like takes four steps and then turns around and like sticks it back in his pocket while going yeah <laughs> just uh just making sure they're not calling me back yeah Are uh you, you sure i just keep going this way yeah the guys who uh apparently their sickness check is like how you feeling eh, good he's like good yeah. <laughs> <Terrific>. <laughs> no, well uh, boss he said he was good so <laughs> yeah. i let him through yeah <laughs> I, I, I shined the light in his mouth, and there was, <laughs> his tonsils seemed fine. I didn't see any worms. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, um, that's it. Uh, as always, uh, follow us at SRM Podcast. Uh, shoot us emails also uh, SRM Podcast at gmail dot com. Rate and review us on iTunes and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, please, please, please do that. Uh, and again, like we are. Um, I guess, well, I guess we're hoes. Like we will answer any question you send us. We will engage with fans. Uh, we love tweeting. We love all that stuff. So just hit us up if you got questions. I, uh, I think we're doing a contest, but I don't know what it is. Uh, more details to that. And that's another reason to rate and review and subscribe and all that stuff. And, and, uh, follow us on Twitter because if you want to win something, probably, probably a copy of the books, uh, then let us know. Anyway, um, I'm David Danella for uh, for Mike Marbach, Joe Moore. Uh, well, wait. For you Joe Moore, who's actually here. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. For for Joe Moore, who's here, and <laughs> then you. also for Mike Marbach, Jolie, and Rob. Uh, blah.